to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Welcome to Learn About Law. My name is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you find this video and podcast helpful. If you need some help, please feel free to call us at 630-324-6666. We offer free consultations in many areas of law, and we have several geographic locations for your convenience. We serve all of Illinois, and we're also happy to meet with you and provide most legal services virtually without requiring you to leave your home. Enjoy the video. Hi everyone, this is Matt with Learn About Law, and in this video I'm going to discuss which is better, a will or a trust. The choice between a revocable trust and a will is based on your personal feelings and the goals you intend to accomplish in your estate plan. Revocable and irrevocable trusts are the two main forms of trusts. Special needs trusts and spendthrift trusts are two examples, but trusts can be configured to do almost whatever you want, and they all fall into one of these two groups. For most people, an irrevocable trust isn't a viable choice because it entails permanently transferring control of your property to the trust and its trustee. There is no going back. However, if you form a revocable living trust instead of writing a will, you can always change your mind later if you'd like to do so. Compared to a last will and testament, a revocable trust has several distinct advantages. The first advantage is getting around probate. The court-supervised method of shifting properties from a decedent's possession to his heirs is known as probate. Since the trust retains the uh, properties and the trust hasn't died, a revocable living trust does not require probate. It's a private arrangement between you and the trust party, known as the trust maker or grantor. In most instances, the grantor acts as the trustee of his own revocable living trust during his lifetime, controlling the property placed within it. When the grantor dies, a successor trustee will be designated to take over control of the trust, setting it and settling it and distributing its assets to the beneficiaries named in the trust documents. The next advantage of a trust is keeping your personal information private. When when a will is sent to the court to open probate, it becomes public record. Anyone can read it if they come to the courthouse. They'll be able to tell what you owned and who you left it to. Only the beneficiaries and, in some states, the heirs, whether or not they are beneficiaries of the trust, have access to the trust records. They won't become public record until a beneficiary or successor files a lawsuit challenging the trust's validity. Another advantage of trusts is making provisions for mental illness. A revocable living trust has a huge benefit over a will and that you will prepare your estate if you become mentally incapacitated, not only when you die. If you become mentally unstable to the extent that you can no longer manage your affairs, your successor trustee can step in. Your trust documents may indicate how you will be determined to be mentally incompetent, such as by your own physician certification or by a team of physicians who must agree. When this occurs, your property would not be transferred to your heirs as it would be if you died. If you are unable to handle your assets and property, your successor trustee will do so for you. This is something that, will, uh, that a will cannot provide for. 
If you don't have a revocable living trust, your loved ones will have to petition the court to name a guardian or conservator to handle your affairs. Now you might be asking yourself if you still need a will if you have a trust. Well, when a trust is formed, it is an empty vessel, a legal entity with no property ownership until you pass your property into it. If you've made no other plans for it to transfer to living beneficiaries, property that's left out may still require probate. To deal with excluded property, some people build pour-over wills. This form of will clearly directs that when you die, everything you own under your own name should be transferred to the trust. A pour-over also necessitates probate. In most states, you may also use a will to appoint a guardian for your minor children if you die. This is something that a trust cannot do. Well, thanks for watching. To learn more, check out our article linked below. Be sure to leave any questions you have in the comments and subscribe for more legal content daily. Hello again, this is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you enjoyed the video and podcast. If you did, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to our channel. If you need legal help in this or any other area of law, please do not hesitate to reach out and schedule a consultation. Most consultations are free and all can be conducted remotely if you'd like. Please email us, book online, or call us at 630-324-6666. We have many locations for your convenience and we serve all of Illinois. So thanks again for watching.